Everybody, how you doing? Hey, good. 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 Is the food good? Some of you may say it's delicious, huh? Did you get your water? I got my water. Uh, are the prices right, folks? Well, on behalf of Marty Mars, Meatloaf and Waffle, uh -huh. get out! Get your ass head out! Only God can judge me. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and welcome to Reality Bites, your home for quick news and short reviews. Today's viral clip should be a familiar one. This clip took the internet by storm, starting with a viral tweet with the caption, Restaurant suicide caught on camera. Before I play the clip, here's a quick rundown of the backstory. Now, from the research I was able to pull, uh, True Kitchen and Cocktails is a restaurant located in Dallas, Texas. The owner, Kevin Kelly, hosts a popular upscale brunch with assorted frozen cocktails and food, as well as an in-house DJ providing music to set the scene. Now, this may sound like a majority of urban brunch spots. I know we got a lot uh a lot around the country, really. We have some in Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, D.C. But there's one particular rule that sets this one apart. No dancing. Like in Footloose, the movie? Exactly like Footloose. Now, this is important. Um, he wanted to make a distinction that this isn't a nightclub. This was supposed to be just an upscale restaurant, but with really good ambiance. And that's uh, the totality of what he's going for. Now, according to the New York Post... On the day in question, Kevin says that there were three tables of ladies who each broke that same rule. Now, here's how I picture it happening. As they sat there eating their deep fried lobster and waffles and chugging down their Douce lemonade and Patron punch, the spirit of demon time started to wash on over them and they had to praise our ancestors like they used to do in the 99 and the 2000. Cash money records taking over for the 99 and the 2000. Each time, Kevin would simply go over to the table and asked the ladies to remain seated. Now, two of the three tables took their seats, and as I imagine, they probably sat there with their legs crossed trying to keep the uh, spirit of Meg the Stallion and Cardi B at bay. Ew. Now, the third table. This is uh, <laughs> where all the problems come from. Now, this particular group of women, they didn't quite take no for an answer. Now, according to the New York Post, he approached the table a total of three times, asking the ladies to settle down. By the third time, as he's walking up, one of the women had completely left the table and was on the back wall of the establishment, twerking with her hands and face pressed up against the glass. And from what a few people have said, she was standing on furniture and pretty much just wilding out. Now, at this point, you know, Buddy's fed up and uh, rightfully so. He asked them to leave the premises, which they did. Now, here is where our clip begins. Now, after escorting uh, that group of ladies out, Kevin comes back into the restaurant with a message for the rest of the customers who are still in there dining. Let's go ahead and roll the clip. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. 
And so all this twerking and shit, take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I'm on men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, you fuck out my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. Now, while most of social media is still arguing about who is right and dropping memes and getting their think piece on, I'm just going to go ahead and I guess leave my two cents here. Hmm. All right. First, I don't think nobody came out clean in this situation. Right. As a grown ass adult, you can't ignore rules in somebody else's establishment. That honestly don't make no damn sense for an owner to come to the table more than twice to tell you the same thing is is nuts like i feel embarrassed just thinking about that all it would take is for the person to tell me to chill the fuck out one time and i am good for the rest of the day even if let's say i feel like it's a stupid rule or it's something that i feel like i should be allowed to do i'm the type of person i'd rather just leave than to just be there and have somebody in my face telling me over and over again that i'm fucking up i i can't i don't know i don't like staying in places where i'm not wanted and i don't like breaking house rules that shit just feels childish and weird now if there's no dancing allowed there's no dancing allowed like it's, it's, it it's really not a negotiable situation here's where nuance comes in though i don't totally side with the owner either i honestly don't even partially side with him now, while I understand, you know, where the frustration is coming from, nobody likes to tell somebody the same thing over and over again. And especially when you own a place, nobody wants to see motherfuckers standing on your furniture, leaning up against the glass, twerking, showing their ass, just wilding if it's supposed to be an upscale place. I get that. Here's where you, you, you cross the line, though. You can't curse at paying customers. Like, that's where... And, and especially with the type of conversation that you're having, because if we're talking about etiquette, we're talking about how people are supposed to behave in public. We're talking about how, you know, you're upset at these people showing their ass and, and that concept. You kind of would have to be the example of the opposite unless you're just going to make yourself look like a hypocrite. You're telling these people that they got to be classy. They got to be all these different things and they have to be these monikers and these uh, uh, pillars of the community yet you're out here telling people to get the fuck out and uh that you don't need their money it's it's kind of a, a nuts concept like you've never seen i've worked at a ton of jobs anybody who's ever worked you know any type of customer service you, you've never seen your manager you've never seen the owners you you've never seen the ceo of a fortune 500 company and mind you that's as high as it goes you're not going to see that motherfucker come out and start cursing out customers because that's just that's that just don't make no damn sense. I don't I don't understand how to even say it more plainly than that. Now, especially as a man, you know, sometimes gender does play a role in certain things. And I do believe I'm, I'm a person who believes in stoicism. So as a man, you know, speaking to a room full of women in that kind of tone and that level of sass just sounds nuts. Like <laughs> you can't allow yourself to get your, your brunch boots in a bunch and uh, lose your cool. Now, though it may be your restaurant, you're the one who's at work. They're not. And they're drunk. I don't know if I'm the only one who's ever tried to argue with a drunk person before. When you're sober and they're drunk, you feel stupid. Anybody with any type of social awareness feels nuts. 
Now, that's just how I felt about his approach. The timing is nuts, too. Doing all of that after the, the actual rowdy group of ladies has already left the premises is even crazier because now when I think about it, you're not even yelling at the people who caused the issue. You're yelling at the motherfuckers who actually followed your rules. Now, some people are going to say, you know, well, he's trying to set the precedents. He's trying to set ground rules and kind of make them an example so that other people will follow the rules in the future so that he won't have to keep going to tables over and over and things of that nature. And I can understand that reasoning, right? To a certain extent, there's always a better way for things to be done. The rash way and emotional way is almost never the quote unquote right way. And what I believe to be the right way is the cleanest and most efficient way. Efficiency is always the way. An easier solution that that wouldn't have landed him in a viral uh, moment would have been for him to address the other customers and go table by table right after escorting them out. Now, what I would have done, I would have made sure, you know, the ones who are causing the problems, they're off the premises, everything is handled as far as that is concerned. Then I'm going to go table by table. First things first, I'm going to apologize for the disturbance and the inconvenience that, you know, all of that ruckus or whatever the fuck was going on may have caused to their experience. Second, I'd actually thank the people who are still seating. Um, I'd thank them for not being disruptive and for respecting the establishment because technically that's, that's the outcome that you wanted in the first place, right? And nobody gets offended by you thanking them because the last thing you want to do is offend people that aren't causing the issue because now you're just, you're, you're, your message gets muddied. And the third thing you want to do in the middle of you, you know, of course, like I said, you start off with the apology for the disturbance and the inconvenience. You follow it up, thanking them for not being disruptive and uh, respecting the establishment while you're speaking and you're doing your thing. You could sprinkle some of that same message about, you know, why you opened uh, the restaurant, the fact that you want black people to have a place to go that's upscale and wanting to provide an ambiance for, you know, people to feel comfortable and it would actually mean more because as you're doing this, you're comforting people instead of yelling at people. You can't talk about an ambiance and setting a tone while yelling. You can't talk about classiness while showing your ass. You also can't talk about being for the culture and pro the culture while it's too many contradictions in your message. You also can't talk about, you know, uh, uh, the fact that uh, over 75 percent of the uh, people who who eat here are black women i love black women but yet you're doing the whole respectability politics thing by telling them how are men going to respect you if you don't respect yourselves i.e lumping in twerking with disrespecting yourself and also showing a weird ass parallel pretty much saying that twerking gives motherfuckers a window or a right to not respect somebody. That's like nuts. All of that is fucking crazy. If you would have took my way, honestly, if you would have took any basic customer service class, he could have avoided all of this and actually got the real message across the right way. Because in all, his whole message is, look, I made this for my people. I made this for a specific type of vibe. Please respect my rules. Please respect my furniture. Please respect my space. Didn't need to curse for it. Now, there's a phrase that I always use that says you can never be right when you're too self-righteous. And um, I think this situation is a prime example of that. It's crazy how he started off as a victim of the situation, but his delivery was so egregious that it literally turned him into a viral villain. 
Now, there are a few other things that stood out to me about the video, too, but those are going to be addressed in a bonus clip uh, for those who are interested in hearing open discussion on this story. And it's pretty much going to be an extended conversation, not just about this clip, but about respectability politics in general, you know, dealing with the balance between uh, professionalism and being stern and just a few other things that this clip kind of brought to light. Um, I do want to have that conversation. It'll be a good few guests involved, too. So it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. Um, that should be within this week. So you guys will get that soon. As always, though, thank you for taking the time out to listen. I don't know why you do, but I'm glad that you did. And if you want to support don't forget to share this clip with a friend. Until next time, later days.